I'm just going to start recording. Okay. This is our, I mean, I'm not recording. <laughs> Should I turn my phone upside down so we don't have the pressure of this like little timer yeah, thing? Probably. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, anyway, preschool. Yeah, and but I don't even know if it's necessarily the pictures because... It sounds like it's more than the pictures. Because I remember in preschool, this is such a dumb memory, but I remember putting on my jacket, and you know how if you're not smart, <laughs> you... <laughs> Or if you're young, you put a jacket on and you have. <laughs> what? I don't know. You know how if you're not smart? I can't explain to you why that's funny. It just fucking is. I hate that. I hate it. I hate that so much. I have this very specific memory of being in preschool and be like, this is bullshit. That is so I have to learn to grab it with my hand and put my jacket on. That is so funny. And that's a memory I have from preschool. I I have misophonia. Do you know what that is? Isn't that when you don't like it when people crunch when they eat? Yes. It's it's any eating noises. But it makes me like irrationally angry. Like I get... I get fucking pissed when I but hear people why? eating. I don't know. What about slurping? Slurping is horrible. <laughs> All I'm eating, I actually like I like crunching better than slurping. Because like it's like it's a wet. hard noise. Wet noises. I'm just like, fuck no. get me out of here. No. Absolutely not. So people eating peaches must be a nightmare for you. I just remove myself from this. What situation. about what about the sound of someone biting into an apple? It's Again, that's like mostly a crunching sound and not so much a wet sound. Okay, so someone so eating a peach terrible. that's juicy and they're like... <laughs> Again, slurping is like almost not that bad. Like What's the, the worst? The, I think it's like these noises that are like half noise where it's like almost a... That noise? <laughs> it's like almost a noise where it's like not really committing to being a noise. It's like an... In, you know what it is? It's like... It's like uncomfortably intimate because it's an inside noise that I can hear Have from the you outside, ever heard? and I don't like it. Oh my god! ASMR right. makes me want to die. I was die. gonna ask. Remember, speaking of 1984. Yeah, yeah. Remember the end when he's got the rats oh. on his face. Remember that? Yeah. Your version is someone making you watch eating ASMR. Yes, a hundred and ten percent. Because it amplifies those tiny little. Oh, the noises God. by like a billion and you it can feel it me, in your spine it makes me want to throw up and die <laughs> it truly does and my dad was the same way my dad genetic? I, I think it I, I don't know if it's genetic or if it's just like a nature versus nurture it's a nurture thing because sure. he would always like yell at us if we were like slapping our gum or something what about popping gum Popping is fine because it's like a clear, crisp, like that. fine, exactly. But like the like wet. Ugh. Okay, so those. And it's yeah. and it truly it's like it 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 like raises the hair on the back of my neck and pisses me off at the same time, which is like a terrible comedy. I also hate anger, like the experience of right. anger in every way, right, I like that. receiving it and feeling it. Like either way, I hate it. So it's like double whammy because it's like making me feel an emotion that I really don't like to feel anyway. <sighs> I don't like having, yeah, that's a bad emotion. 
I think some people love it. The reason I brought up misophonia, though, is like experiences <laughs> like that, like your sleeve getting caught, like oh. putting a jacket on and your sleeve is embedded your in your memory. It, it, it gives me the same feeling that misophonia does. My dad, we used to... What about socks? Would, socks scrunched up? I would rather <laughs> go barefoot in the snow. But my, it, my, it's like the weirdest thing. It's like my dad, I, speaking of, this might be my earliest memory. I truly don't know because I don't have any sense of like when this happened in the chronology of my life. But dad, he would, when he was holding my hand across the street, he would take his pinky and he would push my sleeve up with it. And I, and I hated it. <laughs> I like, I can feel it on my arm as I describe it. And I hated it so much i would yell at him every time i would like pull my hand away and then he would like get mad because we're like trying to cross the street i what about but again it's like that that misophonia type of feeling where i'm just like grossed out and angry okay what about when you're waltzing down the street waltzing Mm -hmm. waltzing down the street one shoe comes untied and you re and you tighten it, and one shoe's a little that. tighter. I hate that so much. <laughs> one shoe's a little That's tighter. Terrible. You're describing so do you have like to retie both shoes. Yeah. If it's if it's egregious enough, yeah. Okay. Sometimes I'll I'll suffer through, but it'll I'll think about it like constantly. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. I know I'm, what it's I'm like to be annoyed. <laughs> I know what it's like to be annoyed that something like oh, it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Imagine, like, an annoyance plus disgust. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, there's a video... It's like a combo. This is very specific. <laughs> there's a video of these certain types You're of frogs. You're so serious about how specific. <laughs> because, listen, there's this video... There's these certain types of frogs yeah. that... This has to be how you feel sure. when people eat. Sure. Because even talking about it, I'm ready to flip you, this fucking table. You already, table. like, physically seem I'm, I'm about to leave. <laughs> it's these goddamn frogs, and they lay oh eggs on the God. backs of the, the female, <laughs> and then the frogs hatch out of the back. Why is it? I don't, I actually don't feel as grossed out as you seem Can to I be show it that. to you? Sure. Okay. It well, remember Zay Frank? I show you. Show you yeah, Zay Frank. You did show me Zay. So there's a true facts about frogs, and I can't watch it. I actually cannot watch it. It That's grosses me so out. So funny to me. So bad. Yeah. Uh, Does it gross you out and make you angry? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So that's the feeling I'm describing. I'm just so mad that it happens. Yeah. And I'm just like, this, this, is, gotta be so... this evolutionarily shouldn't have happened. <laughs> Why are there eggs in a bag? And they get embedded. Oh, you're going to see it and you're going to be grossed out. I'm I don't just know. Have the, you don't need the audio. <laughs> so are you gross. only saying that because the audio will make you throw up? No, it's just we don't need the audio. Yeah, right. yeah well, yeah. Uh, you just need to watch these fucking hell spawn <laughs> hatch out of a back. It's, I think it's the last one. It's amazing. Okay, because it... Oh my god, okay. I, can't, I actually cannot watch this. Alright, so it's after this scene. I love that we found something that is so terrible for you. So am I looking at the frog's back? Thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're looking at... It looks like a beehive. Um... Are they hatching? I don't want to see. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not 
not the most dis- starting to. disgusting thing you've ever seen. I mean, it's I, gross. It's a little disturbing. I'll give you that. Is there the most disgusting thing I've something? ever seen? Yeah, guts was. Yeah, guts by Chuck Palahniuk is a thousand percent worse. Uh, after I saw this, I like, I hate frogs. <laughs> Are you grossed out by slimy stuff? Does slimy stuff gross you out? I have a weird thing where like I don't like it when men spit in the street though. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't I don't enjoy watching someone spit. Yeah. I actually was, it's funny you say that because I am like pretty chill with most bodily fluids except saliva. Yeah. Like I would rather deal with poop than saliva in most situations. Yeah. Spit grosses me out. Yeah. Snot, not as much. Snot is not as. Snot. That's a great word. (laughs) That's a cute word. It should be, snot should not be mucus of the nose. Snot should be something else. Snot should be like, um... There should be, like, a kid's book about a character named Snot, who's, like, a fuzzy pink creature. Yeah, something something anti-Snot. Something yeah. fuzzy and yeah. fluffy. Um, have you noticed that since you hit record, we're a little bit more performative? Yeah, for sure. Isn't that weird? It is weird. Because no one's going to hear this. Right. <laughs> but they might. But they might. There's, like, a small part of me who, like, wants to be rich and famous who thinks that, like, someone might listen yeah, to Yeah, but this. the audio is not going to be great. Which is, like, super meta because now I'm thinking about how ironic it would be if we did get rich and famous and then we listen back to this first episode where I have, like, a little tangent about getting rich and famous. <laughs> I want to be rich and famous in that nobody actually knows who I am. I was just going to say, if I ever get rich anonymous and famous, I want to be anonymously famous. rich and famous. Anonymous. A thousand percent, because being being famous seems terrible. Yeah, and I feel like, especially if you have something beloved for the public, the worst mm. thing you could do is be yourself. Ooh, yeah. J.K. Yeah. Rowling. Ooh. Oof. <laughs> Big she, oof. If no one knew her, if no one knew anything about her, and they just she just gave us this beautiful story... Yeah, she just gave us, gave us this gift and then went away just forever. Just gave us yeah. this gift like, you guys are now in charge. Yep. Dumbledore is whatever. I don't care. Write the fan fiction. I'll give you the, I'll even give you the theme park, but you don't <laughs> need to know anything about me. I'll give you the theme park in the movie <laughs> franchise, but. Yeah, you can have all of those but things. that's what's crazy. But you don't get like, to have me. Like, I w- I'm very curious to know, like, how that affects people's perceptions of the world well, I that she created for us. It's also interesting because I wonder, she, it's almost like because it got so big, so big, Yes, she got very possessive and had to make crazy tweets about, yeah. oh, they did you see that one about like in the 1800s there was no plumbing so they just eviscerated their shit that they, they just what? shit on the floor. It's crazy. Why? Is she tweeted about that? Yeah. I was speaking more specifically to the transphobic tweets. And Those that two. fucking letter she wrote. There was a letter? Oh my god, you have to read it. It's on her website and it's insane. Wait, what? She she's, posted she's, it on her website she's, she's defending, proud of it? Yeah, she's defending her stance on trans people. See? Insane. And it's like really, really paranoid. And really like... Like it's very clear that she's coming from a place of trauma that is unhealed. Right? Well, she did have a lot of trauma. That's what I'm saying. And so it's like, it's hard because you feel for the trauma, but you're like, how did you, how did you go from this trauma and then you're just like creating more trauma for other people? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But I also have literally no concept of what it's like to be super famous other than 
very famous people saying, yo, it kind of sucks. Yo, it's kind of the worst. <laughs> it's kind of the worst. I get to do what I love. Yeah. But do I even love it anymore? Oof. Isn't it hard, though, when you're broke to, like, feel sympathetic to that? I have I have trouble. I mean, we talked about this. I'm a cantankerous piece of shit. But, <laughs> like, I have, a, I have a hard time being sympathetic to people who I perceive as richer than me. Because I feel very stressed by money. You know what I mean? Yes, I 100% know what you mean. Which is not... I'm not advocating that position. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you um, know, but our millions of listeners don't. <laughs> We would end up having a niche audience. We would have a very niche audience. I think we should just do it anyway. I think we should too because it keeps us accountable for A, being friends, and B, <laughs> and B, being semi-creative. I mean, there's, I guess, an art to conversation. Yeah, there is. I think there is. B, and you know what else? And this is very important. It prevents us from gossiping. Oh, yeah. That's actually a really good point. A, nobody gives a f- Fuck. Yeah. And B, you don't want people to be able to hear what we say. That's true. <laughs> there is literally think, no bitching about anyone because you can't. I think in the process of our friendship, we've gotten better and better about not gossiping. Yeah. I agree. Let's talk about gossiping though. Like, why do we gossip? Because it feels good. What did I describe it as? You, you had a good description. It was like very delicious. It's very delicious, but then it poisons you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like it was a, the original was a bit yeah. more succinct, but it was definitely... Yeah. <laughs> There's something about gossip in the moment that tastes delicious, and then you later, like, yeah. why did I say that? It's like, that? this is a very, a very apt uh, food to describe it to for the two of us, because neither of us can really handle dairy. It's like ice cream. I fucking like, love ice cream, yeah. but it does not love me. No. Like, maybe. after a certain point. And honestly, the the amount of time you spend in misery, mm-hmm. it doesn't outweigh the short amount of time you're like, that was yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. Evan always makes fun of me because I never take Tums. Because usually when my stomach hurts, it's my own fault. And I feel like I should suffer through the pain. Yeah. In order to, like, teach myself not to eat that food sometimes anymore. Sometimes this is not a good strategy for dieting. But sometimes, oh <laughs> one time I intentionally ate way too many Twizzlers and I have not had any sense. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's so fucked up. You just, like, gorged on Twizzlers so you would stop eating Twizzlers? Yeah, because I hate that I love... It's not even candy. It's not even food. It's candy. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's wax. It's just wax. It's not wax. It fucking seems like it. It's flavored wax. It's flavored wax that I love. I love the texture of licorice. I love it so much. And so I haven't had Twizzlers in a very long time. Interesting. One time I was sick and I ate white chocolate M&M's and now I can't eat white chocolate. I wasn't even like vomiting ill. I was just... The Not same thing well. happened to me in third grade because I ate too many. <laughs> there you go with fucking knowing. How do you, like, how does your breath, I'm so jealous. Like, I can't, I think of, like, memories of when I was a kid. I have no clue when they happened. And I, like, don't have that many. Like, I couldn't go back in my brain and say, let's think about second grade. And you don't what know that who your second like. grade teacher was? I actually do because she was one of my favorites. Okay. Mrs. Miss La- LaSalle. Okay. And then she why was she... she was Mrs. Haas. Okay, Mrs. Haas. Why was she your favorite? Like, think. She like, was just cool. What'd she look like? 
She was blonde. Do you remember? I can kind of recall her face. Yeah. But, but like, I couldn't... I, I Maybe I can pinpoint, like, people from that time. But, I, but I can't I can't come up with, like... Years? Yeah. I, I, remember, I don't remember, like, what I did in second grade. God, I have so many memories. Or the clothes that I had. I mean, that's, like, super impressive to me. There's certain <laughs> things, like, that's that's where, like, photographs... If I, if I look at pictures of when yeah. I was a kid... So I'll, like, see a pair of jeans. I'll be like, oh, I remember. God, like, I used to love those. Did your memory life start in middle school? Because that fucking sucks. No, it didn't even start. Like, you don't remember middle school? school? I don't have a lot of memories of that middle That actually, school. I'm really jealous. Yeah, that, that's why I think. It's actually interesting. Do like, you think it's because you had, you have, like, unburied trauma? I think it I mean, might be. Unburied? Unburied? <laughs> oh, wait. No, buried. <laughs> I was going to let it go. I didn't even catch it. <laughs> I think it could be. I started, there was a, a video on Instagram of this woman who I think she's a therapist. I don't know exactly, but she like puts out a lot of content about like healing and stuff like that. And like trauma response, or not trauma, what's like, yeah, trauma responses. Fight, flight, yeah, sure. fawn, and what's the other one? Possum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But she puts out a lot of content about that stuff. And she put one out. That was like, I don't have any memories from my childhood. I trust my brain to be like protecting me from whatever it needs to be protected from. And I was like, Yeah, I feel like, oh, that's, I had never. I feel like that's the vibe for you. Cause I remember, you give me any, it's easier if you give me grade rather than year. Cause I'm like, I don't fucking know well, what sure, happened in yeah, 2004. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> if you give me a grade, like, hey, what happened in sixth grade? I'd be like, I'd rather not say, but actually. <laughs> but like, I know. But I know. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. God, middle school. Middle school. Middle school, sorry. This is, we were talking about this before we hit record. I feel very sympathetic towards teenagers. They get such a bad rap, but they are, they're like the movers and shakers culturally a lot of the time. Yep. And they don't get any credit for that. They just get a bad rap because old people are crotchety about the culture changing. Yeah. And they're going through so much. Yeah. It's not easy to be a fucking teenager. Right, you're super duper right now. Hey, uh, we're going to oh isolate God, yeah. you from everyone, even though it's really important that you're not isolated. Uh, yeah. That'll be fine. Even though of any times in your life to not be isolated, this is like the one. <clears throat> uh, I was going to say something about teenagers. Well, I don't know. You know a song that I hate that I love? <gasps> what? Teenagers by My Chemical Romance. It's a very I, dark song. I never listened to My Chemical Romance. I have nothing against them. They're just, phenomenal. It just wasn't <laughs> my... There's like a little part of my soul that is 100% punk. I always say that if my personality took two to five steps to the left, <laughs> I would be a lot cooler aesthetically. <laughs> I think you're already pretty cool aesthetically. No, I, I mean, not like... giving yourself credit. I would be very punk rock. Yeah. Like, I would be pierced and tatted and in a lot more black. Yeah. Yeah. Black like clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And leather. Leather. Oh, leather's so cool. Although, Evan and I almost bought a leather couch and it was a very disturbing experience because we... We went to this place and the salesperson actually like talked us out of it accidentally because they were like, this is like really like pure, genuine leather and mm-hmm. it like you can see like the brand marks. Like, you know how like, oh. it, like brand animal branding, you can see like their scars, felt too real. you can see their brand marks. We were like, I was like, I can't sit on this thing. I can't even sit on it in the store. Yeah. 
So I was like, this is fucking skin. Oh, God. It's, like, it's an interesting concept, though. Like, you think about leather products and how long they last compared to the leather. I know. Which is just oil. Right. And you think about how much beef this country eats, let alone oh the my world, God, yeah. and like yeah. how much skin is left. Yeah. Probably a lot. I know. That's that's We kind of had that exact conversation. Like, do we... Is it more moral to buy things that are leather with the intention, and this is the important part, Yeah. you have to keep them as long as they last? Exactly. Or do you just never support leather because yeah. you don't want to support any part of the beef and yeah. Uh, yeah. meat? industry yeah i don't know i think that's hard like if i if i trusted a company to be like oh we see that there is you know a byproduct of this other industry we're going to use that yeah we're going to use the resources right but i don't trust companies to do that like i think that they're more likely just killing the animal to get the skin maybe and then doing away with the meat maybe there's not a lot of closed loops in our world no no there isn't maybe it's only okay morally to buy vintage leather yeah yeah right (laughs) that's funny maybe that leather has to be at least 50 years old before it's morally okay first of all that cow's long gone yeah second of all this shit has lasted exactly maybe it's hard to have any of the right answers exactly have you seen the good place did you see did you watch that but i know about it i think you might like it more than you expect to yeah i think you're right but they kind of talk about that like how it's so hard anymore like the the longer that humanity goes on and exists in time like the more difficult it is to make a decision that's actually morally unencumbered right i think there was a little speech about what they alluded to be chick-fil-a in that show yes yes yeah yeah they're like, there's this time, chicken but... sandwich that tastes so good, Does but it means good. you hate gay people. Yeah. Like, well, no, it doesn't, but you are supporting But like you, that. yeah, right. And it's like, isn't that just as good as hating gay people? Like supporting a company yeah, that no supports groups that target and harm gay people. It's so weird to me that in 2021, there's still so many people who hate gay I people. It's know. like, isn't that very 1960 of you? Like, are we still, even the 80s, really? Seriously. Are we still talking about? And isn't it isn't it fucked that like it took that long to even start to have conversations about gay people? Yeah, it is crazy. You know what I mean? Here's the thing: AIDS really did a number on that conversation. That's true. In the eighties, like that's true. And then straight people started getting it. Like, well, shit. I guess uh, I guess we should care about. Yeah, exactly. Which is so fucked. If you ever watch uh, Eddie Murphy's stand up from the eighties, it's called Delirious. Yeah. It's wild listening to him talk about AIDS. Really? And he's like, you can't get mad because A, no one knew, and B, like, that's what, that's what we thought. Yeah. It's the gay disease. Whoa. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So devastating how we're so wrong all the fucking time. That's devastating that's, how... That's, I, I believe, we were talking about uh, youth and oldness in terms of, like, sort of, like, spiritual youth. Yeah. Age. yeah, 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 yeah. And that, to me, is, like, the negative effect of spiritual youth in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, blind naivete. Mm-hmm. I find that spiritual youth, not always, by no means, but in my experience, tends to come with more narcissistic tendencies than 
than the wisdom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It just tends to be a little bit more well, because, micro rather you, than macro in it, terms of thinking. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And not not that the people that I've met who have these young spirits are narcissists by any stretch of the imagination, but they're just a little bit more selfish. Yeah, not as a rule, but it's just their their view is more narrow. Yeah. Which very frequently can manifest as, you know, some level of narcissism. Yeah. It's very, very weird. Very, very weird. One of my favorite things that I learned in school was in an ancient Greek history class. I love my ancient Greek history class. I know. Which I hate that I love it so much because it is kind of like we need to spend time talking about history from other parts of the world, but... Yeah, I know. You know, it's like the Greeks. The Greeks have gotten enough attention. Yeah, they really have. But they, <laughs> they really they, they're so cool. I know they are. Um, Even just their mythology, I was always I super know. obsessed with. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, if you didn't go through an ancient Greek mythology phase, <laughs> were you even a teenager in two thousand and something? Right. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. But it was interesting. So we, the the reason I bring that up is because there was a an ancient Greek historian who basically said I'm gonna get it wrong because we still have the pressure of this recording but um (laughs) he said something to the tune of like young people are ruining everything you know what I mean like the young people are destroying culture as as we know it which is true but he was saying it like it was a derogatory thing and not like the normal passage of time. And I just thought it was so interesting that like even in ancient Greece, whatever, 2,000 years ago, it's like old people were still crotchety about young people. There is a great... Being different than them. Something. I think... Who knows where it's from? I saw it on Tumblr. So it has to be true. <laughs> where this this professor was bitching. He's like, these students are the absolute worst you know that they can't even use a chalkboard and chalk without getting dust everywhere and it's like what they're super <laughs> obsessed with their ink and their paper oh absolutely God. ridiculous That's and it's like so oh funny. shit you're like yep there it is <laughs> That's how people feel about computers like oh no yeah. oh no so funny yeah. how adaptable we are but also how upset how we people are people they're like oh, or you hear it now like kids these days don't even know how to write in cursive that's what it was that's what the ancient greek guy said it was basically like kids these days yeah kids these days they Obviously don't know how to write crazy. in cursive it's yeah like, when was the last time you wrote in cursive yeah like when did you need to do that i think people just get insecure right they don't want to feel like they wasted their time and so if you threaten something that was taught to them to be valuable they're like, wait, what the fuck? I thought that was important. Yeah. You're 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 the one that's dumb. Ah <laughs> You're so you're stupid, not mine. Yeah. Yeah. You're also most people, and I'm definitely one of those people, do not like change. Yeah. But that's crazy. Like the only way that we've survived is because of how adaptable we are. Yeah. And the people we worship are the ones who like create change usually. Yep. I guess Innovators. it's also the people that we kill sometimes. Whoops. Um, yeah, we love innovators until we feel threatened by them. Yeah. I don't know. Have, have you ever seen the show Mad Men? I say oh. that like it's a, like a very unknown. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard it's of the show? It's a really niche thing. It's really niche. I don't know if you've Not heard of it. Not people know about it. Um, it's kind of hard to find. It's called Mad Men. Have you heard of it? Have you ever seen Mad Men? <laughs> no, I've never watched it. And Mad Men is an interesting... 
I'm watching it for the second time. It's an interesting show. For the second time? Yeah, second time through. Is that like high high praise? Uh, I don't know why I rewatched it. I just... But I'm glad that I did because it's interesting. The first time you watch it, first of all, none of the characters are really that likable. Which yeah. is weird. Yeah. It's weird that it's a good show. Something and it's like, that uh, What's-Her-Face from Hands, Handmaid's Tale is in. Yes. Elizabeth, sure. Elizabeth Moss? I don't know. Sure. Anyway. Yes, because I've seen her picture or her face on the trailers or whatever. Yeah. Posters. Which, talk about a show that is... Fucked. Fucking fucked. Yeah. Anyway. I know the concept. It's a... It's, it's weird to recommend it. You're like, you won't really like anyone, but it's a really good show. But the <laughs> yeah. first time you watch it, you feel like, all right, I'm rooting for these people. I want them to do well. I want them to succeed. Yeah. So you watch it all the way through. And the second time you watch it, you're like, I hate everyone, <laughs> but I appreciate the writing so much more because you, you, it's so much easier to pick up on all of the symbolism. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, that was good. That was that interesting. Was you, you're making me want to watch it. Maybe maybe that'll be my next. It's strange how much you hate everyone. And it's strange. It's really, really good. It's beautiful writing. Yeah. Um, but you don't like anyone. Yeah, that's fair. I get, I find that I get frustrated with those shows sometimes, but I guess that's kind of the point. Yeah. But I do love a show that makes you like deal with your own humanity and yeah. deal with the ways that you suck. And there's so many things to deal with in that show, like class difference, women in the workforce. Yeah, right. Um, and narcissism. Is, that, is, is that in the, social in the norms, 60s or 70s? 60s. Yeah. Social norms. Um, what it means to be successful. Yeah, yeah. Can you what imagine? it means to be creative. Mm. What it means to be a boss. Yeah, yeah. Can you what it means to be a man. What it means mm. to be a woman. Yeah. It's super interesting. I love that. And then it's also the dichotomy of the past versus the future. Mm. Which I think the 60s was a big part of that. Because so much... You have the mentality of the 50s yep. like seeping into the 60s. Then you have all of this crazy shit happen. Yeah. And all of these movements. So true. I, I mean, so much change. So much happened yeah. in the 60s. Yes. And a lot of assassinations. Yeah, More assassinations actually, than we appreciate. I yeah, think. right. Yeah. I, I think about that sometimes. Like assassinate. When's the last time someone got assassinated? In America, in, uh, what, I should be more specific. Well, I know that they. On Reagan, does that count? Yeah, I guess like I should say specifically what I mean, which is, when's the last time that like an American icon, I'll just say it that way, got assassinated. It's such a limited view of the world. Politically or within pop culture? Well, I think assassination has to be political. I mean, that's true. Otherwise, it's just murder. Just. <laughs> Otherwise, it's murder. I shouldn't say it so flippantly. Also, I'm so into my circles. I'm, like, very... <laughs> I'm very, like, they're guiding me, and, like, I, this is their world now. Oh, Yeah. Isn't it weird how it just kind of takes over? Yeah. And you just start, you know, like, I have no idea where I'm going or why. Right, but like, I know that this and is what I have to And look how different ours are. I know, they are very different. I feel like they represent, I love, I love yours, I feel like it feels like you. Yours feels like you. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? 100%. That's art for you, though. Yeah. It's interesting because like these, the like circles with the spiral inside, I've been doing that since I was a kid. No, I think you told me that once. Yeah. I actually used to do something kind of similar to this when I was bored in class. Just draw circles. Yeah. And I like, I think it's interesting because in yours, you have some sections where your circles are all connected and some where they 
are not. Mm -hmm. And every single one of my circles is connected Mm -hmm. in mine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think it would feel really weird if I did it differently. Mine feels, you have to see it right. So mine feels a little haunting to me. Yours? And I think it's this bit. Yeah. It just feels this, like... This section, you know what this feels like to me? Hmm. It feels like a couple things. First thing it feels <laughs> like is the feeling that I have that I'm going to die in the cold. Oh, yeah. It also gives me... I just watched this again the other day. It gives me a Howl's Moving Castle kind of vibe. Mm. You're mm-hmm. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was a third thing, but I forget it now. That's fine. Maybe like where the sidewalk ends, like the, the illustration yeah. of Shell Silverstein. That's where you said that because I was over mm-hmm. here. I was like, this kind of feels like where the sidewalk ends. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm super into. I'm super into like trippy end of the world shit. Mm-hmm. Do you ever read Waiting for Godot? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to fucking Gal read. Godot? <laughs> <laughs> no, different Godot. Yeah. Godot. G-O-D-O-T. Wait, is that her it's name? It's a play. Or no, 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 no. That's oh. a, the play is called Waiting for God, though. That's, like, one of my favorites. I really, really loved the, like, existential... It's a, it's an existential play. Which I fucking love. I, I love don't know what, existentialism. I love existentialism. I love hating being here. And I extra love... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love hating being here. That's such a good line. <laughs> oh, man. Deep space makes me hate being here. Because it freaks me out. Yeah, yeah. It freaks me out too. Thinking I feel that. how small we are. Yeah, we're so tiny. We're so. Idiotic. But then I think about how long it would take. I think about hiking the PCT. Yeah. And how long that would take, and how many miles that is. Yeah. And how much time it is. Yeah. And then I think about effort, how that's only a one coast of one part of the world. Yep. On one continent. Yeah. And then I think of how long it would take to walk the perimeter of Africa. Right. And then I think of the world, and then I think of deep yes. space, and then I have to. Stop. Yeah, exactly. I have I have memories. Here's another memory I have of when I was a kid. But again, I couldn't tell you how old I was. But I remember like the first couple of times that I contemplated death, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I did. I don't remember if it was it. like. Well, I mean, you gotta. But I don't remember if it <laughs> well, was I mean, like you gotta. Well, like, obviously you have to <laughs> builds character. <It> does. <laughs> maybe you. maybe that's maybe that's the the difference. That's like a spiritually old thing to do is contemplate death. I think spiritually young people don't, don't think about death. it. I think spiritually young people say, "Oh, I don't ever want to be old." Yeah, exactly. And I'm yeah. like, I'm excited to be old because I get to think I about already, my entire life. I already am old. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I feel like. Oh, no, I, I lost it. It's gone. Well, you're thinking about death when you were little. Oh, oh, oh. I, so I remember the first couple of times I contemplated it, and it was just like, I, I just like, I, I mean, of course, I guess this is probably everyone's experience, but uh, I just like, I, I, I don't know. It's such a weird sensation to like realize the limits of your own brain. Mm-hmm. To like find the corners of the map and start to push at them and be like, I can't fucking do it. I feel like the the reason we can't think of time as super linear is because you have to think about your own death and then you have to think about your life. Yeah, and the death of your loved ones. But you also have to think of the birth and the death of the universe. Yes, yeah. And it, I hate that. I can't talk about yeah. it. It makes me sick. Yeah. The birth, I think the birth of the universe freaks me out as the much as birth the death of, of the, the universe. universe. Like, how did it happen? It's much like, not even, I can't. It's so I cannot. Crazy. I can sit it's in that so space crazy. for like three minutes and like, I gotta 
go. I gotta go. And is there anything beyond? And like, it just freaks me out. I Do you it. find... So you can't think of time as linear. You just have to be like, it's always, yeah, it's everything like, it's is changing. happening It's always, always expanding, yeah. <laughs> everything is happening. This is why I wrote my freaking thesis in college on, on Vonnegut, because this is like the shit that he dealt with. And, and this is why I like science fiction in general, because science fiction is a really cool way to talk about that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can go anywhere in science fiction, really. Exactly. And do anything. And time can be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's... Inter- I think the concept of that genre being labeled science fiction is interesting. Because that's an oxymoron. It's an oxymoron, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I, I'm saying that like I'm so smart, like I'm the first person to think of it, and I'm sure there's like multiple books on the subject. Yeah, <laughs> academic papers. But it's a cool realization because it's new to me in this moment. Fiction. Do you, when you alter your mind purposefully? <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying though, like whether it's booze or weed or caffeine, ca- caffeine, exercise, Ayahuasca, exercise, anything. Uh-huh. Do you find it easier or harder? to think about the birth and death of yourself and the universe? Or have you ever tried to think about that stuff when you're in that state? Uh, hallucinogens easier, caffeine harder, hmm. alcohol probably never occurred to me because I'm too busy <laughs> being very present. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, that's kind of beautiful, actually. But... Yeah, for kind of the wrong reasons. What do you mean? Oh, to be present, I have to be drunk. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Not, sure, that's sure. actually not true, but I do feel very present when I'm drunk. Interesting. So I feel like I there's like a a, a peak and then a a drop off point for me. Like I there's a part of me that's very present when I'm drunk, and then I just it just plummets where I'm just fucking gone. It's like I'm not I'm just like not there anymore. Do you feel like pain makes you feel very present? Ooh, that's a good one. Physical pain. Yeah, right. Emotional pain, no, not necessarily. Because you can be very sad about the past and the present, and you're kind of living in the past, but physical pain makes me feel very present. But I feel like emotional pain sort of registers in the same way of physical pain, where I'm like, I'm very aware. If we're talking about being present, being like very aware of the moment that you're in and the body that you're in, in that moment, then I think both emotional and physical pain make me feel very present because that's when time feels like it goes by the slowest. Yeah. That's when the present moment feels longer and longer and longer when I'm in pain. But then right afterwards, it speeds up a but lot. But is being <laughs> present even this... Is being very present... Even, can time exist in that moment or does it just feel like... It, when you're present? Yeah. That, do you feel like... Can, are you supposed to feel like, oh, time is moving slowly, or time is moving quickly, or time is this, or, or are, you, are you just ignoring time because you're just here? Yeah, do you sort of like sidestep away from time? Yeah, you're because just like, you're I'm like, just here. here. Mm. Hmm. Maybe pain doesn't make you feel present. Maybe pain makes maybe you pain feel... Maybe pain takes you out of it. Yeah, maybe pain makes you feel... Yeah. Slow. Yeah. Maybe pain is like, you're not existing in time so much as you're existing in your body. Pain makes me feel alive. Maybe that's what it is. 
because I feel like I have a body because it hurts. Yeah, exactly. I know yeah. I have a body because yeah. I can very much feel this body. So let's flip it then. Yeah. How does how does that change or not change when you're experiencing physical pleasure? Like hmm. just physical. physical pleasure, not emotional. Yeah. I think it's, I think I feel more present where the time doesn't exist. But doesn't it, but see, like, this is where it gets weird is like, and this is proven scientifically, I'm pretty sure that like your body, your, your brain doesn't like store information the same way when you're in physical pain or when you're in physical pleasure. You know what I mean? Like, like so I can. memories? Yeah. Like in terms of in memory. physical pleasure? Yes. What do they consider physical pleasure? I'm assuming orgasms. I think it's I think it's not necessarily just orgasm, but just like pleasant sexual experiences. Okay, pleasant sexual experiences. Maybe like getting very comfortable in a like being yeah, very cold like, and then getting comfortable again. Yeah, right. Like taking right. a like, hot shower. I feel like anything that like brings you joy that it eating is when you're from, really hungry. Eating when you're really hungry, scratching an itch and actually oh, feeling the relief. An itch. Yeah, you know sneezing. what I mean. Sneezing. Sneezing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um. I don't know. I, I experience physical pleasure when I am camping and I get really, really dirty and then I clean myself. Yeah. Like, that's so nice. Yeah. Scrubbing your body when you yeah. have been very, very dirty. One of my best memories is when Ev and I went backpacking just in general. Like that was a really cool trip. But one of the best parts of that trip <laughs> was not was the last night. Yeah, the last <laughs> night when we were finally done, we, we camped like half a mile from the trailhead. So yeah. we were really close to being done. Yeah. And we camped right next to the river, which like obviously it's an alpine river. So it's like freaking cold. Yeah. But I, I stripped down to my underwear and I just like went and like sat in the river and yeah. I like put some soap on my feet and like my like you know private area and I was like (laughs) I have never in my life felt so fucking refreshed that's how I feel when I'm really cold yes and then really really cold and then you get to come inside and you get a like a hot shower hot shower or jacuzzis oh yeah and you've been really cold I love being alive yes (laughs) you're like I love existing in a meat suit Mm-hmm. Hmm. But but so, I think it's interesting. So your brain doesn't remember it correctly. What are you saying? Yeah, about like pain your and brain pleasure? your brain doesn't like store it. Like think about like you always hear this about pregnant women not remembering the pain of giving birth. Like your your yeah, brain, which is the only reason remembers, they probably want to do it again. Yeah, exactly. And your brain remembers your brain feeling pain. Yeah, but it doesn't remember the sensation of pain itself. And you don't remember the sensation of pleasure. It's it, it just gets stored differently. I mean, Why? like try try to think about like your like a, any sexual experience that was enjoyable. Done. Okay. Right. <laughs> like I can think of it. You know? Right. But Easy. it's like next. It, but like you, there's like a fuzziness around it. You know what I mean? Like you can it, it, in the moments like there's I don't know how I don't know how to put. It words feels there. a little bit more primal. Exactly. I guess. Exactly. It feels a little bit more like it was. It's an instinctual kind of memory. Yes. Let me think about being in pain. Okay. And, the pain, and like, I just remember... Yeah, weird. Right? Like, I'm thinking of, like, one of my easiest to access pain memories is of period pain. Yeah, because some, it happens Because it month. happens every month. Yeah. And, like, I can remember this one time that it was really bad. It was when I was at work at REI. I was in the footwear department. Was I there? 
I don't remember. <laughs> I remember Gabby being there. Yeah. Which is random because again, like my memories are really fucked and like I don't. Yeah. I have trouble like you know tying people and places sure. and times and stuff. But I remember that day because I remember how I was acting, and I was like just scream every time I would go back into the warehouse I would just like shout like I would just yell in pain and Gabby was like why don't you just fucking take some medicine or something go sit down is that what you need I remember you telling me about this because we have the same crazy idea that we're supposed to feel it exactly yeah that's why I don't take medicine when I am on my period I'm like you're supposed to feel this there's some pain where I'm like no I've felt this enough I'm not feeling it like migraines anymore because I've felt a lot of migraines and I'm like fuck that shit because but even if I not, take medicine no, I'm yeah. still gonna feel it yeah. it's just gonna be less yeah and I'll feel a little bit less like dying I think I figured like, it ideally. out ideally I think I figured it out okay tell me as a person who is not involved in psychology at all <laughs> it feels like a dream and it yeah. kind of, and you're kind of like, you know, when you're in a dream and then we were here, but then all of a sudden we were over here. Yes. And I was like, cause I'm 100%. thinking about something that happened to me in high school. I burned my leg and it fucking hurt. Ooh. And I was thinking about, How'd you burn your leg. it's a dumb because I'm dumb. <laughs> this is what happened. But you have to remember that as I'm telling it, I know this is the series of events, but if I have to string it along in my memory, it, I just bounce around. Yeah. So bounce around. As okay. You tell it. I mean, okay. So I had to mow the lawn. <laughs> Yeah. And I uh, finished mowing the lawn, so the engine was piping hot. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, there was a wheelbarrow in the way of the shed door. So I put the uh, the lawnmower oh. uh, with the engine facing forward. Okay. <clears throat> and then I was backing up. Even though I just put the lawnmower there, I knew exactly yeah. where it was. <laughs> I was backing up with the wheelbarrow, and I tripped over oh, <laughs> no. the lawnmower, and I seared oh. my inner thigh oh, on the engine. Oh, a terrible spot to sear. Oh, oh it was God. tender, yeah. and boy, did that hurt. But again, like, if you try to think of, like, the, yeah. the sensation, it's not there. You just remember... Like, what your brain told you about the sensation at the time. Or maybe not what your brain told you about the sensation, but, like, what your body communicated to your brain about the sensation. Yeah, I mean, I definitely can't feel it. Right. I think that's... Maybe that's what it is. You can't force yourself to feel pain in the moment. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. I know it hurt real true, bad. But you know it hurt really, really fucking bad. That's weird. Isn't it? But that's kind of like me not having childhood memories, right? It's like your brain is like protecting itself yeah. from stuff that sucks. Or stuff that it doesn't know what to do with. Does equilibrium comfort you or freak you out? Because it kind of it comforts me. I kind of like... Describe what you I mean think I like that the yin and yang of pleasure and pain is remembered the same way. <laughs> yeah, I think there's, there's a book I'm reading uh, right now... That is very good. And there's a phrase that's coming to my brain in response to that question from that book, which is, it's an elegant connection. Yeah. It's I love elegant, that bridge. Elegant connection. And I feel like you it does see freak it me out a little bit. I kind of like it, but it does make me think, like, why is everything so balanced in a weird, subtle way? Yeah. Why? Why does literally every light cast a shadow? Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, yeah, in terms of, like, laws of physics. But to me... But, like, emotions, like, too. 
Like it's yeah. hard to appreciate pleasure if you don't understand you don't pain understand and pain. you don't experience pain. That's true. But also there's some instances where like the one hinders the other. Well, for sure cuz it's not balanced. That's yeah, that's right. I feel like it, I I feel like it freaks sure. me out in some contexts. Like yeah. think of sexual trauma. Right? Like that's a really fucked up way that like those two things being super close to each other can be really fucking bad. Yeah. Yep. Boy. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Because the thing is, even just little stupid stuff, like, I hate being cold. I hate <laughs> so much. But the thing yeah. is, is that I love and appreciate and relish and prosper during spring only because I hate winter. Yeah, right. right. And if I didn't have, if I didn't yeah. experience winter and I didn't experience being cold in the snow and scraping the car and being miserable, yeah. when spring <laughs> hit, I wouldn't be as happy as I am. Every but year. I think Every there, year. I think that that's an interesting thing, though, because I don't think everyone can do that. I don't think everyone, like, appreciates the opposite as much. Or maybe not. Maybe they do, but it's not, like, conscious. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I think that in a lot of ways, gratitude is true happiness. Because if you don't have gratitude for a thing that brings you joy, then, like, yeah, what's even the point of it bringing you joy? Yeah, the whole... Yeah, it's like unnoticed. What do you want out of life? People who say, I want to be happy. It's like, that is a thousand percent not what I want. Yeah. Because that is just a sliver of the pie. Yeah. You want to feel well-balanced and well-rounded. Yeah, and right. right. Content and peaceful and grateful. I think that's a, that's a primal you wanna... thing, though. Like, we want to experience pleasure, not pain. Oh, yeah. But I think it's a little convoluted in this day and age. I feel like it's gonna. Mm, like, yeah, that's. What fair. do you want out of life? Hopefully, the answer is you want to be really well rounded. Yeah. You want to have a lot of experiences under your belt, not yeah. only emotionally but physical experiences, like traveling. Yeah. Right. Right. Making friends and yeah. losing friends and Ugh. breaking up with people and being broken up with and yeah. Yeah, all all of it. So I don't know. Being happy. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you would have. I, I think that's like such an on brand. For me, for you, yeah. To be like, ew, being happy, gross. So dumb. (laughs) It's just not realistic. I guess that's fair. Do you think you're coming from a place of cynicism or realism? Let's just say that they're different. Cynicism and realism are different. Yeah, they're not. Well, sometimes they're. I don't know. No, I don't know. I think it's realistic to say that it's impossible or ridiculous to want to be happy all the time. Or to want that to be your goal. I guess so. I don't know. There's no part of you that wishes that, like, you could be just, like, done with all of the pain that you were going to feel in your life? Not really. Because I've always learned more from that. Mm. It's like you learn from your pain, but you appreciate your pleasure. Mm -hmm. Because of the pain. Pain is shitty, obviously. I guess that's true. I guess you you grow more from it. But you grow so much Mm -hmm. from it. You learn who you are, which is very exciting. But you can learn from other stuff. You don't have to learn from pain. No, you don't. But I think you learn the most. But I also don't think that I suffer from debilitating mental illness, and that's why I'm able to say this. Mm, That's fair. That's a good thing to point out. Yeah. Do you think that, um... Do you think you learn more from pain or from change? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty proud of that yeah, question. <laughs> Pain or change? 
change. Interesting. Because I think change can be positive and negative. Pain doesn't necessarily have to be positive, or isn't positive. Do you think there is such a thing as positive pain? Do you think that exists? S and M. I guess that's, no. That's our, I but think they that's, perceive it as pleasure, right? Even though it is pain, I don't. Right, really but that's like it. that's kind of a hard thing. Like I, I don't understand it enough. To right, say I don't. That. I don't have like personal experience with it, so I, I I shouldn't say too much about it. But I do think it is interesting where like pain becomes pleasure. Yeah, like it's an interesting reclamation of pain. Yeah. What was your because is it like is pain is pain the pleasure or is it like pain that leads to orgasm which is pleasure i think the second one the latter but i don't know i don't know either the original question was what do you learn more from pain or change what was the second one can you be something about pain can pain be pleasure yeah because that's what i'm curious about like i Again, mm, don't have I personal don't experience so. with something like BDSM. Yeah, where I, don't, it's like, I don't think so, but I don't know. I don't know either. But like, if you're like into it, right? If that's the thing that like turns you on is giving or receiving pain. Yeah. Then that kind of makes it a pleasure. Yeah. It's very specific. Yeah. But there's got to be other stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like masochism and sadism exist outside of sex. Like, they're not necessarily sexual. They're often right. associated with that, but they're not necessarily. Right. <clears throat> and then that begs the question, too. I, I think about this a lot. Like, what... What's the... I have to think about how to, like, phrase this. And I'm thinking of, like, masochism and sadism, right? Where it's like, are... What's... Okay, here it is, here it is. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm like very slow I'm like very slowly connecting the dots and I'm trying to like make it happen faster so I can make it into words. Is there a difference between pleasure and familiarity? Is there a difference? Is there a difference? <clears throat> Is familiarity just like under the umbrella of pleasure? Because to me, right, like, mm. like masochism, take masochism, for example, mm -hmm. it's just like self, like, harm damage? But in a way that's not like meant, yeah, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Right. Like, it, like if we just break it down to like its simplest pieces, it's building blocks. It's just like not liking yourself. I don't know if that's true. I don't think it's that simple. But okay. I don't think we'll, it is either. We'll just keep with it. Say it is that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is... Because, like, humans, like, want familiar things because they feel safe. Mm -hmm. And things that feel safe, we do not associate them with pain. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, they are pleasure? Question mark? You know what I mean? Like, is it black and white like that where there's just pain and pleasure? Or is there, no, like, pain, any... pleasure, I feel like and something in between? things that are black and white. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying though? Like, cause yeah. familiarity, like we, we can damage ourselves by living in familiarity. Like people, yeah. like, like abuse, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like of any kind, like, like that's rest. cyclical, you know what I mean? And yeah. so it's like, it is becomes true pleasure. No, it's not. No, no, no. I'm definitely not saying it's true pleasure, but it's I'm familiar. saying like, it's interesting because it's familiar and we return to what's familiar because mm -hmm. we perceive it to be safe. Mm-hmm. 
and not something that brings us pain. Even mm -hmm. though it probably is something that brings us pain. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of a crazy, not, I, I, I'll use a more specific word that's not, I don't like saying that word, but like that's a very interesting way that our brain works and protects us while also technically doing us damage. Yeah. Like that's that's pretty crazy that again, I don't want to say crazy because I'm not trying to It's like there's wild. Such, there's such negative connotation to crazy. And yeah. I don't mean it that way. It's like in, it's intensely interesting that our brains work that way. And like cr our brains cross wires. Yeah. And that we can uncross those wires. That's even crazy. That's even wilder. Being alive is very complicated. Being alive is weird. That's so weird. Being a human is weird. Being a human is weird. Existing in a very temporary meat suit is weird. Yeah. Our relationship to that meat suit. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a freaking treasure trove right there. Ugh. We could have a whole podcast just about that. Yeah. I truly think we should just pick like an hour of this and just like fucking put it on SoundCloud or something. Yeah, and just be like, well, we like, did just it. start it. Like, <laughs> why not? And then just every time we hang out, we'll just record like a snippet of our conversation. All right. I th why not? Let's just fucking do it. Let's do it. I feel good about it. I do too. This is good. This is great. I feel like mine's done. Really? Yeah. I'm far from done. You're gonna do the whole, I've done the whole page. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I hope I gave you the new pen. You can just have that. Okay. Sharpie. Thank you. I love ultra fine point Sharpies. This is like one of my favorite tools. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Especially for this sort of thing, like stream of consciousness. Yeah. Creation. Cause the thing is I've done a whole page and you use the whole pen. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess it depends, because you have a lot of negative space. I did just teeny circles. Oh, them. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And it used up the whole thing. Yeah. I will purchase you a new Sharpie. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please do not use your time. You know, that's that's kind of one of those things about, like, being alive and existing and like, living by the rules of the physical universe that, like, freaks me out sometimes. What? It's like pens running out because it happens and i'm like oh my god i, I forgot that pens could run out <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> it sounds so no. dumb but like weird right yeah you did are you leaving yeah okay i have things to do today i feel like that was a good Same. that was a good end yeah i think so too that was a good end. I'll stop recording right now. Okay. Well, thanks for... We have to come up oh with a Oh my god, name. 58 minutes. I know. We've been... I've been here for five hours. Have you really? I oh think... my god, that's amazing. <laughs> How Doesn't magical. Feel like two? Yeah, look, it's giving me like a little red warning thing saying that the maximum time is 60 minutes and we're almost there. <laughs> I could feel it. Heads up. Keep an eye on the clock. I'm gonna... Oh no. Dang it. I was gonna end it at 58, 58 and I missed it. I'm gonna end it at 59.07. We're gonna have to come up with a name. Which is your job, because I'm bad 